Welcome to the Handyman Pros Radio Show, home improvement and maintenance tips from the pros. This episode, Out with the Old, In with the New. Thanks for listening to another edition of the Handyman Pros Radio Show, where our goal is to help you save time, money, and aggravation. This edition is entitled, Out with the Old and In with the New. To help me explain this, I'm here with my ever-cheerful co-host and old buddy, John. John, what's been going on this week? Whip! Happy New Year. Uh, here we go, baby. <laughs> are you are you are you uh, hungover still? No. Oh, awesome. Okay. No. All right. No, no, no. I'm I'm here. I'm excited. In the house, baby. <laughs> Ready to go. And we're in our uh, in the studio south. We're the, that's right. We're so. here we are live at the Handyman Pros Radio right. Show Studios in Milton, so. Georgia. Yeah. So what's been going on this week? Anything exciting? Um, well, you know, I was steam cleaning my uh my house. Uh, upstairs where I do have carpet and uh you know that was always that's always fun and <laughs> you have yeah. a weirdy warped sense of yeah. what fun yeah, is yeah that was you know boy you can just put the headphones on and just go at it and you know listen to podcasts uh but <laughs> especially <laughs> this one but you know it got me thinking though that uh you know I, the 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 turn of this year I've got to do some new things up there and you know one of them is I want to replace some uh some flooring up there yeah replace the carpet so, so that's a that's something i'm uh i'm going to do and that's something we can talk about but i you know start to plan this year out well yeah and that's so so uh my lovely wife and i we have been doing that we do a year and beginning of the year plan if you want to call it that and so it's it's kind of the same thing it actually brings us to the topic for the day because what we do is we sit down and we plan out what our anticipated expenses for the year are as far as our home maintenance budget goes and so um these are we we got john and i got talking about this we're like yeah let's do this as a show it's kind of a good idea first of the year kind of thing and um um, we'll go from there. So, John, what, what kind of like organizational things are you thinking about for the year? I always break we break our stuff down into a couple of different categories. Do you do the same thing? Well, <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to I'm going to uh, I'm going to look at it this way. I I'm hoping I'm hoping, but I'm planning. Hope is not a strategy, by the right, way. But keep right, keep going. But uh, I'm hoping not to have to buy any new appliances. Oh, but uh, that is something I will plan for. I do have some old appliances, um, but uh, I pretty much got my arms around the ones that I have and and uh, the repairs on it and everything else, and that's something we're going to talk about. But you know, I've done most of the repairs on those, and I've kept them limping along for probably about thirty years now. So uh, <laughs> it's just a challenge. It, it, I, honestly, it's just a challenge, and I'm not giving up. And. Uh, <laughs> So, He's resolute, folks. Yeah, my you, wife wants new know, appliances. I said, nah, I'll just keep fixing them once, the, you know. Uh, we can still fix them. Yeah, we can fix them. These yeah. haven't died I get yet. more parts over the internet and keep going. <laughs> so, uh, well, so it brings up a, it brings up a couple of things. First off, it's, it's we're, we're talking about year-long planning for the home, right? Like, so what yep. are we planning on doing? And yep. I guess some of the things are that when we talk about it is what are maintenance items versus what are upgrade items, I guess. It's kind of one of the ideas that we're That's talking true. about. That's true. That's it. And um, so, like... I know in our case, our house needs to be painted. So we have actually already budgeted for that paint job uh, this year already, knowing this year, I mean, knowing that sometime this 
summer we're going to have the house painted. Um, it's a maintenance item. That's truly a maintenance item. Yeah. Our house is starting to show a little, cr- you know, there's cracks in the paint and things. It's time. It's time. It's been four or five years since it's been painted. And here in Atlanta, Georgia, of course, if you're not painting every five years, you're pretty much missing the boat. And pretty much that's just about everywhere. Just though, about everywhere. When you think about it. Yep. You know, when we used to live up north, that was, you know, boy, the weather would really shrink and expand, shrink and expand. And yep. pretty soon you've got... Uh, You've got issues. So, yeah, so that's that's that. We also are talking about doing an upgrade as well. So we wanted to upgrade our um, kitchen countertops. We want to actually go to finally. granite. Yeah, finally, right. Yeah, they're, they're circa 1980. <laughs> Those church tables you got me? <laughs> that's right. Oh, you've been there, I take it. <laughs> <laughs> but so that so that's some of the things that are the differences between upgrades and and uh, uh, actual maintenance items. Right. And so, John, when you think about maintenance items, what do you think about? So well, paint was one of them. What else? Yeah, the thing the thing is that uh, well, you know, the big ones like I was talking about. Um, you know, my my appliances. Um, I'm I'm going to be looking around my house for you know during the during the the, the changes in temperature for for leaks. Uh, that's who knows where leaks are going to be coming from? I need to keep my arm around that, and that could be, you know, up in the attic. We'll be going up there, taking a look up there. Um, so yeah, it's kind of a, it's a good tip, isn't it? That, yeah. So, so please, when you anybody out there, you know, when you when you when you get a heavy rainfall, just do yourself up, a favor. Yeah, do your, do yourself a favor and just go up there and flash a light around and see if you see anything dripping in because now's the time to catch it before it comes through your ceilings. Yeah, exactly. It's actually it's funny. I actually was in the I was in a job uh, about two weeks ago, and the job was I've got a stain on my ceiling. So I look at the stain on the ceiling. I'm like, oh, what's yeah. the root What's the root yeah, cause? Right? Absolutely. What's actually causing that? Well, obviously, I get up there uh, above. They had a crawl space up above there. Well, they've got a roof leak. You know, and the roof leak is actually it's a condo. It happens to be in a condo and i'm like yep i'm hands off on this one because it's a condo leak i go this is the condo you know and and it was actually under builder warranty anyway long story short they're getting it resolved uh through another source i'll end up fixing the the ceiling for the drywall but all of that when i got up there all i did was take a flashlight and sure enough i could actually see where the water was running down the joist and then was dripping to where it was actually dripping and so when you get a heavy rain out there folks it's just a quick tip you know take a flashlight go upstairs and up in your attic up in your crawl space whatever you have and 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 flash it you'll see the if, if it's leaking and it can be a it can be a very minor leak in it like mm-hmm. i say it can run down those joists and you can see where it's coming in and you can fix it before it causes big damage mm-hmm. um didn't you have a story about going up there and didn't a raccoon jump on your head or something no no, no i haven't <laughs> <laughs> fortunately i haven't fortunately i haven't you know i haven't run into any any creatures and critters like that um that are that I would say that were um, dangerous, you know, if you kind of run across them and you scare them. It's a little I've unnerving. Had, <laughs> oh, yeah, but I've had, I've had, uh, I've run across. Um, I've had squirrels. Uh, squirrels. I've had squirrels up there, which, you know, and I run across those and they don't, you know. Now, you get, you get yourself in a position with a, you know, mama raccoon with the, with the little ones and you got a, you got yourself an issue. And so, you need to get, so re- that's vacate a, that, the premises. You know, that's when you call in, uh, call in the guys that, you know, love to do that. So, yeah, uh, and that's not that's us, by not, the way. No, that, no, 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 if you're no. in North Atlanta, no, we're not handling no, that you one gotta for you. Look at, you got to watch that uh, that one video. The guy who actually captures the raccoons with his bare hands up in Tennessee. It's like, are you kidding me? He goes, is there uh, banjo music in the background? Because it sounds I, like it must. It. it must be. I mean, it, he was in a. I think the one I saw, he was in a barn in a up in a barn, and the, and the raccoons love to make their nests up in the with the hay and stuff. And 
guys up there, I couldn't believe it. Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, uh, no way. So back, so back on vermin. So is there a way to tell if there's vermin in your in your yeah. roof? Yeah, if you hear them scamper around. Well, you're <laughs> the besides that, so I've been up in several of our properties, and there actually have been there's been infiltration by either squirrels or mice. I'm not really sure, or rats, whatever. But they do dr- they drill little holes in your uh, they drill like tunnels in yeah. your insulation, and you can you can see them. I mean, it's not it's not really that hard to look. You'll see them, and if the, if you've got that problem, it's time to either call an exterminator right. or, or set some traps or right. do something. But anyway, you know, keep a look when you're up there t- checking for your leaks. You want to look at that. Yep. Um, it's just kind of one of those things. And and we're we're talking what we're talking about is yearly maintenance items. We we uh, we're big on maintenance here you know i mean i know i am anyway mm-hmm. and, and basically we like to do i like to be preventative in my stuff so it basically is our idea of kind of trying to save you time money and aggravation heading these problems off before they become big problems or emergency problems john you were talking about your appliances and kind of one of the things we were talking about with, with appliances before we did the show was the ability to plan your appliance purchases versus um having it fail and all of a sudden it becomes a critical yeah. you know well, uh, uh, yeah. emergency type situation well, that's the thing. I don't like to get caught. I don't like to get caught uh, with something like that that is just unexpected. I mean, it does happen. It does happen. One day, you know, your refrigerator is not working. Believe and, it or not, they have finite lives. And, yeah, they do. And, yeah. um, they, you know, it's nice to be able to plan for it. Listen, if you've got an old refrigerator, and I'm one of them, so I, I, I kind of keep – I don't specifically have an account aside for it, but, you know, I'm kind of planning on it. But I think, you know, this could be the year where I'm going to be looking at Come know, on. a sale on these things. Tell the truth. Your yeah. refrigerator was made during the Eisenhower administration. No, you know, those were actually good. I know. I'm just kidding. Those, those things. I had. <laughs> you had one growing had, up, didn't had, you? Yeah, so I did got I. one down here. You got one down here. That's right. So, um, yeah. It's got it's, a beer it's, tap in it, by the way, folks. Yeah, just telling you. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's nice to be able to go out and uh, get something on on sale. Well, yeah, we're when, coming. We're, and you plan for it instead of you know getting caught from behind saying, "Hey, uh, you know, gotta well, have just it." Went out, you know, or my di- or my uh, uh, washer and dryer just went out, and, and those kind of things. So you know, I think for planning for the year is uh, you know, I think you need to be honest and take a set of honest uh, eyeballs around your house and, and start to look at these yeah, kind of things on the appliances for because sure because you can save yourself you know a whole lot of money. I'm not advocating you go out just to do it to do it, but you know, you can save yourself a whole lot of money if you can find something on, uh, yeah, many, many hundreds of dollars are easily available on the, on the sale, on the sale things, any of the big box stores. Um, yeah. So, so that's kind of what, like, like we're talking about, we're trying to, we're trying to give you some tips out, out there that they're going to get you some, try to save you some money and time and and aggravation. I don't like surprises. I hate surprises. I hate it. We are working on, this is just for our audience to know, we are working on an, uh, uh, a document that's going to give you an idea of how long things last in your house and appliances are some of the more i don't want to say difficult but there's some of the things that are very very finite for example a refrigerator at lasts about 13 years um we're going to publish that out give us give us a bit it's a it's a pretty massive document actually but we're going to publish that out and you'll have an idea but you know for example your concrete driveway has a lifespan of about 40 years your roof has a lifespan of about 20 years, 20 to 30 years, depending on the type of shingle that you use or the type of roof you have. If you have a metal roof, you've got a lifespan of about 40 to 50 years. And if you're like John and you're very wealthy and you have a slate roof, you have a lifespan of about yeah, right. 400 years, yeah, right. believe it or not, about 400 years on right. a slate I roof. I live in a shack like Shrek. <laughs> 
it's a cave. Come on, <laughs> tell the truth. But anyway, we'll we'll publish that information out there. But there are lots of things around your house that you have to look at on a regular basis. So we're big on water infiltration too. And one of the things I always tell people be about every I do this about quarterly, right? I walk around the house and I look underneath the sinks. Right, and what am I looking for? I'm looking for any kind of yeah. drips, any kind of water drips. They can be from the drains, or they can be from the actual supply lines, or uh, you know anywhere where water's above it. Right, because when we go out on jobs, John, and I think you know mm-hmm. how many jobs you've been on. On you open up the the cabinets and underneath oh, the sink, mess. it's a mess. It's, a it's mess. just it's all it's all the woods all like yeah, it's rotting or it's just coming apart, and it's because somebody had a slow leak and they never addressed it. Right, and so, you know, it's a simple thing to do, and, mm-hmm. and half the time, most of the time, it's the drains, actually, because the drains are on those slip joints, you know, and, and mm-hmm. uh, you just tighten up the slip joint, and all of a sudden, your little drip, drip, yeah. drip goes away, right? Right. Well, and everybody st- uh, stores all their stuff underneath, their cleaning materials and everything, and it's easy to hit those things when you're putting it, putting all, taking it yeah. out, putting, it, putting all the bottles and cans and, you know, jugs and jars and everything back in there. And like you said, it's a slip. It's a slip joint on those uh, on, on the on the P traps and stuff. And you know you can you can loosen those things up. So since we're on radio, or since we're over the voice, right? Let's explain what a slip trap is. So underneath your sink, a slip trap is actually when you when you tighten it up, you can loosen it up, and you can actually slide it up and down, right? So it moves up and down, and you can tighten it or loosen it or tighten it, and and. As John's saying, when you put things in there, you'll hit them, and you'll loosen them up just a little bit. And as they loosen, then they'll leak, right? So all you have to do is just turn it and tighten it up. It's just a, It actually is a, 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 a ring and a clamp, and it clamps down on it, and it actually tightens a, a rubber gasket up into it. It's not rubber, but it's mm-hmm. synthetic material. It tightens it up to the pipe, and voila, your leak is no longer. Mm-hmm. So these are the things to look out for. And if you have a supply line leak, like if one of your hoses leaks or something about that, that then you, that you have to take care of right away because that's under pressure. So that's That'll actually blow and flood your house. Right. You don't want that. So. What else are you looking at, Larry? Well, you know, mostly I'm looking at the inside of your refrigerator to see if there's yeah, beer, I saw to that see if there's beer in there. Yeah, but I saw uh, that <laughs> we did the attic. Oh, I, you know, I'm a big believer in in number one. Like I always check, I check the water pressure in my house every year. That's because I'm I have this thing about PRV valves or pressure regulator valves. Yeah. I just published the article uh, yeah. not too long ago on on yeah. the pressure regulator valve. But I always check my water pressure once a year. Now most people don't do that, but I do that. Um, and I where do, can that article be found, Larry? It's at Handyman Pros radioshow.com ah. on the blog just go to the blog and you'll find it um but you know some of the other things like like we i want to know in my house i want to know where things are right so i want to know like if i need to shut the water off where can i shut the water off absolutely this is a, here's now now we're getting to you know a, another uh portion of that topic which is uh which is really good is knowing where everything is exactly water electrical all your systems in case anything you know first and foremost if anything happens right from an emergency standpoint be able to turn off your water right a lot of people don't know where those things are can you tell me your shower story (laughs) (laughs) i i can john and i have a very intimate (laughs) relationship we talk about the shower you know well you know like i was i was telling you that my my neighbor they had a tree guy over there and they they hit their the the water line going in from the from the street to the the house house, and you know and uh all of a sudden you see it bubbling up through the through this front yard and i and and these guys and these guys left yeah Yeah. and these guys left and i i told my neighbor i said hey 
you've uh, you got an issue, yep. um, and you got to get that done right now. So he called the guys back. In the meantime, John, I, I, was, I was upstairs. I go upstairs. <laughs> I go upstairs to get cleaned up, and I'm in the shower, and I'm all soaked up and everything. And all of a sudden, the water goes off, and I thought, "What the heck is going on?" You know. Well, long story short, I come to find out that the guy he turns my water off instead of his water. <laughs> so here I am. I'm, you know. Did you I, play I, the lottery I, I, that day? I'm like, <laughs> sure I'm like, I, I'm sitting there, you know, with a with a towel, and I'm trying to get all the soap off of me. I'm throwing on my shorts and stuff, and, and I'm you have no on, water in your house I got at no all. Water. I None. have no water, and uh, so I'm, you know, I'm yelling out there, and I, I hobble <laughs> out there, and I know the guy, I know the tree guy, and I'm like, John, you know, hey. You turn my water off. He goes, "Oh, your water." And I said, "Yeah, my water." <laughs> yeah, my you know, water. So take a look. I look like a, you know, a, a wet, you know, skunk or something. It's like, what the hell? With soap dripping yeah. down your head, I could see it. That's so, such a beautiful but, sight. But, but so, so, so the point of this story is know where your know where your things are. How many different places in the house can you turn the water off? Right. Lots of lots, lots of lots places. of places. Lots of lots places. of places. So what John's talking about is the main water supply, which sits out yeah, on the street. They, okay, it sits out on the street. It's usually in a in a in a box that's underground and it's a quarter turn valve and it's and it's out somewhere out on your street but you know it would be helpful to know where that is right right and then there's another place where the water line actually comes from from this it goes from the street up a supply line which is what your neighbor broke yep. goes up the supply line and then it goes into your house somewhere and and it'll usually it's in a basement or a crawl space or something like that it just depends goes into that and there's usually a shutoff valve right there as it comes into the house so that's another place you can shut it off now that might not be accessible readily accessible or it might be it just depends usually there's shutoffs where else there's usually shutoffs underneath sinks underneath sinks uh, next to toilets right um anywhere where there's a valve you know there's there's all valves all the way around hot water heaters um uh lots good idea to know where those are just in case right yep and Uh, you're and you're lucky if you have all these shutoffs yes well because because in the older homes they didn't have all these shutoffs so if you don't know where your main shutoff is and you have an issue, you got to you could have, have an a issue. flood You're, is what you could yeah. have. So yeah, uh, you just, could have a flood. Should. So it's that. So let's talk about one of our other favorites, right? Electrical panels. Mm-hmm. Hey, do you think you could turn the power off in this room? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> 72 breakers later hey i found it you know right i you know so that comes to mind and we'll be talking about this you know uh, in in more detail but one of the things i find all the time and you know even when you and i were out at the the one job but it's really i don't find many breaker panels that are properly properly labeled labeled. no i I don't know and that is a real problem folks and it's really something to try to get your arms around at some point is understanding your breaker panel and how, you know, what what breaker controls what. Because when you have an emergency or you have a trip breaker, um, it, it can take a long time and magnifying glasses to try to figure <laughs> out how the electrician who 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 uh, initially installed it had labeled everything. Yeah, so here, here's it, an it's interesting. It's time to really. It's a time to familiarize yourself. Just walk downstairs, walk up wherever it might be, and you know, even take a picture of it so you have it and put it somewhere. Yep. So at least you can 
you, you're familiar with it because you don't ever really look in your breaker panel. Take some masking tape and truly mark and, them and properly. Truly mar- yeah, absolutely. So here's an interesting story, right? So I'm in doing a job the other day for a guy. I needed some switches swapped out, which is no big yep. deal. But anyway, we're, I'm doing this job, and the guy has the, the, the original electrician had the breakers prop really nicely labeled, mm-hmm. except for one thing. So he labeled, all the labels were in order, but they didn't correspond with the numbers that's on the breaker box, okay. right? So he had, so from okay. the, the, top, the top part of the breaker box was, one, you know, was one, three, five, right? Nine down to like right. 20, to like 22. He had the top five empty, and then he had them down below that. Now, normally they do it the other way around. They fill mm-hmm. the top ones and leave the bottom ones empty for spares. So, but he writes, uh, he writes on his labels, he writes one, which was like five, and he's got it labeled like one, you know, uh, kitchen or whatever it was. It was labeled properly, but they were in the wrong order in the box. Nothing like confusing the homeowner. It confused, well, the homeowner, it confused the handyman, you know? I mean, I was like, I mean, I figured it out. It only took me about a second to figure it out. I'm like, well, he labeled it right. He just didn't put it in with the corresponding number. So we went and changed all the numbers on his tags because they were right. Right. But we changed the numbers. So we put five with five instead of one with five, you know? Crazy stuff like that. But it's really, really helpful because, John, is there is there anything if you turn a breaker off on your electronics is that a good idea well to your point no i mean you just don't want to start flicking yeah flipping flicking switches, switches anymore um bad. not with all the computer gear you have uh it, it you know with all your uh, electronic electronics uh, in general in, in your in your home your tvs your av receivers and things like that your computers you don't want to start flicking things on and off and you know so it, it is it, it is frustrating that you know even I you know when I look at my breaker box um, I'm gonna I'm gonna label it so I can actually see it as I'm getting older it's like oh my god what this <laughs> that's man I, whoever labeled this is getting smaller and smaller <laughs> what are they, what are they do yeah. you think we're like twenty <laughs> right jeez don't they know there's old people right. here so so hit that some bitch with my cane. <laughs> You're killing me here. You're killing me. So what else would we talk about? We had we actually published an article, John. It's called The Whole Maintenance Log. And one thing, again, that's at handymanprosradioshow.com. It's in the blog section. But uh, you can create a log, a real simple log. And um, you can just put a, a real simple log. You can mark all this stuff down. We're, we're actually going to create a product coming up soon that will have that plus more uh, on it. But uh, there's an article out there on, on having it all in one place, keeping it organized, and keeping all your manuals together. Because one of the other things is, back to John's point about when you're trying to fix that appliance, you know, when you're trying to fix your refrigerator, it's really helpful to know what year that that model is, what the year and model number are. Because trying to find parts well, for something, that's, good that's luck. That's right. That's right. Good luck. And, and you know, it's just like when, uh, you know, well, we were both in aviation, and I, I tell you, you know, having a logbook and it's what you had to have, right? Is yep. either as a you know, you're you're as a pilot or or you know, when I was, it, when I was in maintenance, we always had logbooks, and it's always nice to know. Um, although on that side, it was required by law, but yes. you know, on your <laughs> on your home, it's it would be nice to know the status of you know your your let's say your appliances and yeah when things. did you when, buy when it? did you buy it when was it fixed if it was ever fixed what's you know when this, the all these kind of things start to add up and um you know you can start to put kind of a story together after you kind of look through that after a while and uh, hopefully be able to plan a little bit more effectively 
Ooh, planning. Planning. Planning wow. for the new year. Awesome. You think? Awesome. Well, do we have anything else for today, John? Nope. I think that, uh, you know, we'll expand on this uh, in, in another show, but, uh, you know, it's a good start to the new year. It's a good start to the new year. From the email bag at questions at handymanprosradioshow.com, we received an email from Preston B. Preston has a question about painting. He just bought a home. Uh, it was a former rental house. was built in 1960, and he was wondering what tips he could that we could give him about painting. Um, he did mention that the house has an odor, said it kind of smells. John, what, uh, what sort of things would you recommend for Preston? Yeah, I think anybody that's been in this situation, the first thing you want to do is, is to... Determine if it's a dead body? De- de- yeah. <laughs> yeah, get it out of there quick. And get the dead body out of there quick. Right. If it's buried under the right. house, you might want to call the police. But yeah. anyway, that's a whole other story. Yes, officer, he was dead when I got there. <laughs> and, um, what you know, I think anybody in a situation would have to, you know, look look and say, you know, look around and, and say, man, if you got to seal up those walls. Um, see, yeah. You know, with a, with like, a, like, a, like a primer, like a kills or something like that where – it uh it really does the it really does the job uh you know it like i said i've been in some of these older homes and there's a lot of reasons why there's odor in the home well and you know because because well because of the architecture and the older timbers and things like that that are that are in there but the first the first best step is to you know, and I think we've both done it in our past is to seal up seal up the walls with a with a primer like that. Well, you you so this is just kind of a historical perspective, right? His house was built in 1960, so it's it's over 50, almost 60 years old at this point. Well, actually, it is 60 years old because this is 2020. Wow, Ugh, geez, that makes me feel yeah. old. Anyway, you, you know, back in 1960, people still smoked, right? Yes, a lot more than they do now. Yes. And as you know, or, or if you don't know, smoke is, uh, it permeates everything, gets into everything. And that's just one thing, if you think about it, over a 60-year period, what's happened in that house. I know that this particular rental house, from what he told me, he said there were dogs in there. Yeah. Because yeah. they found enough dog hair to <clears throat> make a whole mm. dog coat, you know. Mm. And um, so, anyway, there's a lot of odors that are going on in there, and there's a lot of things. And definitely put some kills or put some kind of primer, sealing yeah. primer in there. The other, the other thing I would recommend that anybody in that situation, especially if the, um, and you brought up something that's really important, is that, uh, you know, when people smoke in your home and things like that, if you buy a home, and it really will permeate into the, uh, into the ceiling. Yes, and what you can do, and what I would recommend you do, is to uh, get an ozone generator and put it in there for a couple hours. Yeah, they work really well. And ozone does not like being ozone. So chemically, um, it, it doesn't like that. So it, it likes to seek things out and go back to oxygen. And when it does that, it destroys odors itself. So it's an O3, and then it likes to get rid of that, and that works really good. Really, really well. So, yeah, so there's a couple of tips. So one is put an ozone generator in your house, let it run for, you know, a couple of days, two or three days. You, well, you don't let, you don't have to let it run, you, but, you know, it, it's kind of funny. I'm glad you brought that up. It's kind of funny. you got to put it in there for, you know, a while, and it, you'll, you'll see the recommendations on how long to put it in there, and it, there's all kinds of little tricks to this thing to make it work really well 
But, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because it's going to take, and I, I'll mention that it's going to take probably a day for really that ozone to get out of there. Right. A day or so it's going to stink, but it smells like after, uh, you know, um, a lightning storm. Right. Right. You know, because that's what ozone clean. is. Yeah. It's a very clean, but uh, you can get overwhelmed. So all your plants, pets, everything have to be out of there. It'll kill everything. Um, so you just want to get out of there and just, but. <laughs> so when you go on vacation. But it actually does destroy uh, odors, not just covers them up. Right, right. It's a, it's an odor destroyer. So do that. And then probably the second thing to do is put is, is prime and prime and paint, but prime first with kills or with some kind of stain blocking, odor blocking. Correct. There's there's plenty of products out there. Kills is the probably the biggest number, you know, the biggest one that we've seen. And And in this case too, I would say paint everything, including the ceiling. Absolutely. Yeah, oh, paint yeah. everything, including yeah. the ceiling. All the trim, all that. Make sure, don't overlook things like the closets. Because those closets, you know, e- John, how many times have you painted your closets? I haven't. <laughs> and there you go. I, I, Case I proven. Haven't. I haven't. And so in a 60-year-old house, it really, if you think about it, it's just one place where all that, that it's just been a repository for stuff. And I'll bet the paint in those closets is probably 60 years old. I bet nobody's ever painted them. Or if they has, in 60 years, it's been painted once, maybe twice. You right. know, paint it, paint it all. Paint it all. Yeah. I mean everything. And prime it and paint it. Yeah. And cover it all. You know, it'll, it'll cover, it'll block, it blocks the stains, it blocks the odors. It really, really helps. It's night and day. Any yeah. other tips for uh, Mr. Preston? No, I think... Uh I think Preston, uh, you know, good luck with uh, with that uh, with that job. And I think from the from the tips we gave you, I think you should be in good shape. All right, folks. If you have a if you have a question that you would like us to answer here at the Handyman Pros Radio Show, again, it's questions at handymanprosradioshow.com, and we will put you on the air. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've enjoyed this podcast and have derived some value from it, here's four things you can do. One, tell your friends about this podcast. Two, hit subscribe on your podcast player. While you're there, leave us a review. Three, subscribe to our newsletter by going to handymanprosradioshow.com and click on the subscribe button. We'll inform you of upcoming events, shows, and give you actionable tips for maintaining your home and property. And four, send us an email with your questions to questions at handymanprosradioshow.com. That's handymanprosradioshow.com. That's our show for this week. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week on the Handyman Pros Radio Show.